Well, hello, nerds. We have returned once again. Another off-season episode. Um, not a whole lot. Just checking on the things. Seeing. All right. So, welcome to another off-season episode of The Weekend Nerddom. This is the weekly nerd news and things. I am so close to being done with all of the assets. Uh, we might not be gone the entire month of January. So, it's looking promising. I'm not, I am not making any promises at this moment in time, but it is definitely looking better than before. So, this week, we are talking, continuing the conversation, because apparently in the the nerdy side of pop culture, uh, this is the dominating conversation that is going on, and that is the uh, DC Studios stuff. <laughs> um, I don't think there's any housekeeping really to speak of. Oh, there is one thing. Jumping off the bat, uh, I know he watches these. Uh, he's been watching them in post more recently. Um, Chris, the our regular Christopher Ortiz, regular uh, contributor, usually in chat, but I think I'm just doing too late for him these days because we are starting a little bit later. Um, I did want to say something to you, sir. Uh, I, I apologize. I was unable to watch the video that you sent me when you sent it. I had intended on watching it today. And now for some reason it's not there. So, uh, if you want to send it again, please do. Um, otherwise again, my apologies that I didn't get to, you wanted me to take a look at it and I couldn't. So I, I really didn't have the time yesterday. I was going to do it, like I said, today. And that didn't happen because now it's gone. So I don't know what the situation is there. Either way, uh, let's get into the episode, shall we? As it takes a moment to come up. All right. So we've got a lot of stuff going on. We are going to... Uh, Barbie trailer is out. It leaked, apparently, and then uh, was officially released. Uh, let's just jump into... The Henry Cavill side of this because it's pretty nuts. <laughs> so shortly after, I think it was like uh, Saturday. It might have been Monday. Let's see what the. Oh no, it was the day after the last stream. So the the last Thursday, it was made known that uh, there is going to be a Warhammer Cinematic Universe, Warhammer 40K Cinematic Universe, uh, and Henry Cavill is going to be producer and also some sort of star in said universe. So we have, uh, we'll go to the updated article, actually, with the official announcement from Cavill. There we go. So... Here, once again, Cosmic Book News. We have uh, Henry Cavill announces Warhammer Cinematic Universe. Henry, Henry Cavill announces that he is developing a Warhammer Cinematic Universe at Amazon, which confirms Thursday news and follows his exit from Superman. 
Who needs DC or Marvel? That is a very good question. Uh, The actor who recently exited DC and the Man of Steel role released a teaser on Instagram where it is known he is a huge fan of the popular tabletop game. Uh, This is one side of the nerddom that I never really got into much was the tabletop stuff really at all. But even less so was uh, Warhammer 40K. I know a lot of uh, a fair amount of people who do play, but I just I was I just didn't have the time in my schedule between music and comic books and and movies and stuff. Just tabletop stuff didn't didn't happen for me. Uh, so the article continues on. Quote, for 30 years, I have dreamt of seeing a Warhammer universe in live action, posted Camel, Cavill. Uh, <clears throat> now, after 22 years of experience in this, in this industry, I f- finally feel that I have the skill set and experience to guide a Warhammer cinematic universe into life. It is going to be on Amazon, so he is going as far away from comic book stuff as possible, it would seem, in order to do this. Uh, Cavill continued with a mention of his girlfriend, who is a former executive executive at Legendary who oversees TV at Vertigo Entertainment that partnered with Cavill on Warhammer. Partnering with Natalie Viscuso at Vertigo has been a blessing beyond words. Without her, we might not have found the perfect home at Amazon, he said. And having a home like Amazon will give us the freedom to be true to the massive scope of Warhammer. Yes, massive is a fair way to put the scope of that franchise. Cavill continued, To all of you Warhammer fans out there, I promise to respect this IP that we love. Uh, and and he goes like whole hog with it too. Apparently his army, he hand-painted himself. He didn't buy any prefabs or anything like that. So that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Uh, the quote continues, I promise to bring you some familiar, something familiar. And I endeavor to bring you something fantastic that is as of yet unseen. Our first steps are to find our filmmaker, creator, writer. Uh, Watch this space, my friends. I have loved Warhammer since I was a boy, making this moment truly special for me, added Cavill in a statement uh, with the official announcement from Amazon. The opportunity to shepherd this cinematic universe from its inception is quite the honor and the responsibility. I couldn't be more grateful for all the hard work put in by Vertigo, Amazon Studios, and Games Workshop, who owns the Warhammer IP, uh, to make this happen one step closer to making a nigh-on lifelong dream come true. Jennifer Salk, head of Amazon and MGM Studios, said in a statement, Warhammer 40K has captured the imagination of fans of all ages from all walks of life and all over the world. We are excited to work with Henry, Vertigo Entertainment, and Games Workshop across our Amazon Entertainment business uh, businesses on this brilliant, immersive franchise for our global customers to experience for years to come. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Amazon is reported to have acquired the Warhammer rights, which includes TV series, film, and likely games and animation. And that is a Warhammer logo. Ha- uh, Cavill to have creative control and freedom on Warhammer. Uh, so just absolutely freaking huge. Natalie Viscuso. Also commented on Instagram, fantasy, horror, and sci-fi are the bedrock of my creative language. So when Henry introduced me to Warhammer a couple years ago, I immediately felt at home, she said. The stories are rich and complex. The scope of the world building provides an 
incredible playground for one's imagination, and the characters, both tragic and heroic, never leave you. Viscuso continued, uh, building a cinematic universe with Henry, our team at Amazon, and the empire that is Games Workshop is an honor and a pleasure. To the community, thank you for the warm welcome. We hope to do you proud, and importantly, glory to Slanesh for the empire. Uh, For the emperor, sorry. Uh, Cavill and his manager, Danny Garcia, also the manager of um, The Rock, one might note, also commented, here to guiding a cinematic universe and a dream come true. Uh, I think that's probably here's. Worth a mention is that it has also been reported Henry Cavill will be producer on the Amazon Warhammer live action series, and we will see... Uh, and we see he mentions how Amazon will give him freedom and how he will be he will respect the IP, which is what he said about The Witcher, which is why I'm I'm so confused as to why people were shocked by the fact that he wasn't going to go back to The Witcher after the Superman happenings. <laughs> um, Avatar Two is doing poorly. DC. All right, so that's the Cavill side of DC. Let's see. All right, so we have stuff from uh, James Gunn for the DC Studios. We also have the new DC Studios logo, which looks... I mean, if you're just talking about the logo itself, yeah, that's... It's a DC Studios logo. But but apparently there's something from James Gunn in here, too. So let's read, shall we? Uh, What appears to be the new DC Studios logo is shown off, which happens to feature the Jim Lee Justice League art that was used for the new 52 relaunch in 2011. And it may hint that a reboot is happening for James Gunn's... Oh, this is not directly from James Gunn. Interesting. Patrick Schumacher, the producer and writer on the Harley Quinn animated series, showed off a pic of himself for Christmas wearing a DC Studios hoodie with the logo, and he also shows off a Batman ornament. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Fans are already speculating what the logo means. What could... (laughs) What could a logo mean, as well as the ornament, as as they think the ornament could tease of the new Batman, possibly sporting new bling, uh, black, uh, blue and gray costume? Uh, since DC Studios' logo uses New 52 art, the logo doesn't use New 52 art. The reveal of the logo uses New 52 art. So I hate, I hate this language. I hate this language a lot. Fans are also guessing that means James Gunn and Peter Safran are going for a version of that with their new DCU. uh, Not super surprising, though I honestly can't imagine they're going to lean that hard into New 52, because New 52 stuff didn't do super well, but I mean it it was kind of the beginning of the end, so it's kind of hard to to say uh, that it did as poorly as they're doing these days. Anyway, uh, James Gunn has already confirmed he's writing and developing a new Superman movie that won't feature Henry Cavill, but instead going with a younger approach to the character. Oh, I see what they're talking about. The the hoodie has... But that's not the logo. That's not what they're going to use as the logo. That's the design for this hoodie. So I still don't see why people are they, uh, the the nerds just really like to read into things apparently. Um, launched new fifty two. I don't care about that. Details for James Gunn Superman have become known. Superman's top priority won't be an origin story. Yes, yes, we know all of that already. Thank you very much. We'll get to the Donald Glover thing because I think that's pretty cool. 
Uh, Invincible Season 2 premieres in 2023. We'll talk about that in a moment, too. All right. Now, continuing with this whole thing. So we already know that Henry Cavill is going to be just fine, and he has moved on. Uh, The Rock, however... It's uh, it's not quite the same. Uh, this whole situation, he does not seem to be taking it very well. So, uh, Dwayne Johnson, rumored done as Black Adam. And then we go on to find out that it's a little bit more than rumor. Uh, hierarchy of power in the DC Universe has changed, and it's not The Rock and The Man in Black. Uh, Dwayne Johnson is rumored to be done with the Black Adam role, which follows the movie disappointing at the box office and James Gunn and Peter Safran appointed as the co-heads of DC Studios. Black Adam, which reportedly cost $200 million to make, uh, is at almost $400 million wor- worldwide, where it has been said the film will barely make any money. Uh, that's, that's about break even. If they spent 200 million on it, the general rule of thumb in modern Hollywood is you double that for marketing and such. And so 400 million is about break even. And then in home on streaming and stuff, which it is now, I'm sure that'll make them a little bit more. So I I would imagine it's going to make them some money, but yeah, barely make any money. That's probably not too far off. There's also controversy over the reporting in regards to if there is any profit as some sites offer Black Adam will lose money while Dwayne Johnson has said the film will make at least 50 million. Now, a rumor from My Time to Shine Hello on Twitter uh, says Dwayne Johnson is done with Black Adam, and fans have pointed out that The Rock has apparently unfollowed the official Black Adam and Warner Brothers Discovery social media accounts, though, as uh, questioned on Twitter, I'm not sure if he was following them to begin with. Fair enough. So yeah, that's basically the the rumor. This goes into his whole shtick on the hierarchy of power in the DC universe, um, which was just all bravado to begin with. So uh, n- next we get James Gunn uh, talking very specifically about Wonder Woman and uh, reboot. So new co-head of the DCU, James Gunn, is getting a lot of heat from all sides as some DC fans aren't happy with the new direction. Gunn recently confirmed the return of Henry Cavill as Superman, along with Man of Steel, is no longer happening as Gunn is developing and writing his own Superman movie, though sorry, younger ro- younger actor in the role. Uh, it's speculated that Gunn rebooting the Justice League actors, which means the Snyder fans aren't happy, with Wonder Woman 3 also getting cancelled and Patty Jenkins exiting. It's also thought that Gal Gadot might be done as Wonder Woman. As posted on the DC Movies Reddit a week ago, it's my understanding, the author here, uh, <clears throat> my understanding Gal Gadot's contract as Wonder Woman is now over. See, this this is, this is the thing that when we were initially talking about this, I was unsure and I thought it was going to go differently, obviously, because we called this very wrong, <laughs> but I thought it was going to go differently because there were pre-existing contracts. Um, but it would seem that the way they're doing this as, uh, to get out of those contracts, I'm, I'm assuming they're not buying these actors out of those contact, contracts, but uh, the way that they are um, getting around those contracts is 
that they started a new company. So any contracts that they don't want to continue, they don't have to buy out because it's a new corporate entity that doesn't have to honor previously existing contracts. I'm sure there's some sort of legal issue there that they worked out uh, in the purchase uh, or in the, the process of the merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery. So I don't believe that they have to honor any of those contracts, which was the whole basis of my argument for uh, Henry Cavill coming back as Man of Steel in spite of the Warner Brothers Discovery merger. So, and then the the creation of DC Studios. <clears throat> Excuse me. So also. Uh, my understanding that when both Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot said they were coming back or looking forward to more and working with James Gunn, that neither of them was under contract. Interesting. So it, my contract idea didn't apply at the time, though that was not really public knowledge. Basically, it sounds like they were using the fans to try and strong arm gun and the studios. Uh, so keep that in mind. Okay, we will. <laughs> While Henry Cavill is definitely done as Superman, that doesn't necessarily mean Gal Gadot is done as Wonder Woman, but it means she will have to sign a new contract to play the role if they decide to bring her back. And I don't think she's going to get anywhere near what she wants, <laughs> what she was going to get for Wonder Woman 3, which reportedly is a big reason the third flick and Jenkins got the axe. If Gal Gadot does stay on as Wonder Woman, or any of the Justice League actors for that matter, it would definitely it will definitely be odd seeing them without Henry Cavill as Superman by their side. So while Gunn hasn't confirmed one way or the other, uh, there are doubts. That's why this author thinks <clears throat> what is going on is that James Gunn is going to recast all of the Justice League characters with younger actors following the Flash, move Jason Momoa to Lobo, which makes a lot of sense, uh, keep Suicide Squad and Peacemaker cast. Uh, fans are already joking Gunn's brother will play the new Superman. <laughs> Uh, James Gunn responds to Ray Fisher. All right, so here's let's get into this some more meat and potatoes, shall we? In a series of tweets, Gunn responded to all the heat, which also includes Ray Fisher calling him out on Twitter for deleting tweets about Joss Whedon. But Gunn cleared up, yeah, Fisher is done as cyborg and has been for years. Uh, quote, all my tweets automatically delete every few months, Ray. It, was, it has nothing to do with my tweets to you, Gunn said. Uh, so the tweet from Fisher that he's responding to says, uh, the way James Gunn uses fake grace on Twitter is really funny. Him going to bat for Joss Whedon, pseudo apologizing for it, and then deleting it immediately before taking his new DC job is, n is not weird grace oh, okay uh, refusing to apologize for toxic behavior seems to be a job requirement for Warner Brothers discovery. Yeah. Uh, Gunn responds to haters regarding the haters, quote unquote. Uh, Gunn says they are all us. They are a small minority of people where he may be taking talking about the Snyder cultist and Snyder bot army. One of the things Peter and I were aware of when we took the job as heads of DC Studios was a certain minority of people online that could be, well, uproarious and unkind, to say the least, tweeted Gunn. Gunn continued, our choices for the DCU are based upon what we believe is best for the story and best for the DC characters who have been around for nearly 85 years. That is a good way of going about it. How much he believes in that statement remains to be seen, but so far it definitely shows promise. 
Perhaps these choices are great, perhaps not, but they are made with sincere hearts and integrity and always with the story in mind. Gunn added, no one loves to be harassed or called names, but to be frank, we've been through significantly worse. Disrespectful outcry will never, ever affect our actions. Gunn also said we were aware there would be a period of turbulence when we took this gig, and we knew we would sometimes have to make difficult and not so obvious choices, especially in the wake of the fractious nature of what came before us. That is a fair way of putting that as well. Gunn concluded, but this means little to us in comparison to our jobs as artists and custodians in helping to create a wide and wonderful future for DC. Uh, Response to Gal Gadot Wonder Woman rumors. Uh, All right, so more specifically on this. Uh, Regarding Gal Gadot on Instagram, a fan remarked, cannot wait to see what you're cooking up. That being said, the move to boot Cavill and Gadot, especially after they'd announced their return, doesn't inspire confidence. Gunn replied, not sure where you're getting that we booted Gal. Though... He didn't say anything about Henry, so booted Henry apparently is accurate. Uh, Gunn's reply can be interpreted as either Gadot is returning as Wonder Woman or at least in talks, or as Jenkins has claimed about her own exit, that Gadot left on her own accord and, and per Gunn wasn't booted. Fair enough. And then we have reboot claims. Fan brought up the theory that James Gunn is going to reboot the Justice League and keep the Suicide Squad cast, but Gunn says that theory is untrue. Keeping, uh, sorry, keep seeing posts with this untrue theory. We're not recasting everyone except the Suicide Squad, said Gunn. I don't know. It kind of looks like that, but we'll, uh, we will continue down this rabbit hole to uh, uncover the truth, if you will. What Gunn could mean by that is Zachary Levi will return as Shazam, that Blue Beetle will stick around, and that his Suicide Squad and Peacemaker cast will stay intact while he brings in new actors to play Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, The Flash, and Aquaman. Bless you. Regarding Blue Beetle, Gunn confirmed the film is definitely getting released next year. Oh, yes, he tweeted to the fan. Uh, I'll finish by stating that what I said in Facebook group, that I'm open to what Gunn and Saffron are going to do as DC has been a mess for years. Yeah, no kidding. So there, there's that. And then we move into Shazam territory. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, all right, no, let's let's we'll just keep going down the timeline, I guess. Shazam is still a couple of beats away. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Dwayne Johnson done as Black Adam name drops Marvel. Ooh. As speculated, Dwayne Johnson is done with the Black Adam role that The Rock confirms his exit. With the co-head of DCU also commenting on Twitter, love uh, the Rock, and I'm say I'm always excited to see what he and Seven Bucks will do next. Can't wait to collaborate soon. Tweeted James Gunn Johnson, released a lengthy note to fans uh, in the update. Read below. Where Johnson says, in part, the Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. You're going to give them that permission, are you, Dwayne? Uh, so that obviously means Gunn is going to come in a completely new direction, which is also proven by Gunn developing and writing a new Superman movie without Henry Cavill, blah, blah, blah. Uh, interestingly enough, Dwayne Johnson also name drops Marvel in the message. So perhaps The Rock can find a future in the MCU. As previously, it has been rumored that both Johnson and Henry Cavill were in talks with Marvel. This is the first time that James Gunn and Dwayne Johnson have acknowledged one another on social media following the release of Black Adam and the appointment of Gunn and Peter Saffron as the heads of DC Studios. It has been said 
<clears throat> excuse me, Gunn and Johnson have been butting heads over the direction of the DCU with their ideas actually similar, but just a bit different. Uh, Black Adam opened last month, blah, blah, blah. We talked about the HBO Max numbers are also in where the flick can be looked at in disappointment. Uh, but the numbers seem decent for the younger audience, at least. They're making money. Like, I, I, whatever. I mean, not making enough money is still viewed as a disappointment in Hollywood, I guess. That's, that's valid. <clears throat> Excuse me. Worth a mention is that while... Gun and The Rock make it sound as if they will work together soon. It's just industry spin. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, getting rid of all the Zack Justice League actors. It's guessed Gun is going to replace all the leaguers, blah, blah, blah. Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam message. Here we go. Let's read the message. Uh, my passionate friends, I wanted to give you a long-awaited Black Adam update regarding the character's future in the new DC universe. James Gunn and I connected, and Black Adam will not be in their first chapter of storytelling. He's really trying to spin this to look like he's okay with it and that he might someday be Black Adam again. I don't think so. Uh, DC, uh, however, DC and Seven Bucks have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. If there is some sort of contractual reason why he keeps saying that because somehow Seven Bucks has some sort of ownership over the movie rights of Black Adam, then I seriously doubt we will see Black Adam in a movie while that is the, the case. Just saying. Uh, James and I have known each other for years and I've always rooted for each other over uh, for each other to succeed in. It's no different now. And I will always root for DC and Marvel to win and win big. You guys know me and I have very thick skin. You can always count on me to be direct with my words. These. Yeah, that's not very direct, though, bud. Saying that you guys are exploring ways to continue using Black Adam in future DC multiverse chapters, I that's not that's not direct. That's you hoping for something that and, and trying to leave the door open. That's that nobody else is leaving open for you. Uh, these decisions made by James and DC leadership represent their vision of DCU through their creative lens. After 15 years of relentless hard work to finally make Black Adam very proud of the film we delivered for fans worldwide, I will always look back on the fan reaction to Black Adam with tremendous gratitude, humility, and love. We did great. Sure. Uh, to my very passionate and vocal Black Adam superhero genre fans, I love you, thank you, and I always listen to you. Uh, I do my best to deliver and entertain you. Deliver you? Really? What a hell of a month. Now we all need some Terramana. I don't know what that means. Uh, have a productive week and happy holidays to you and your families. DJ. Oh, he's calling himself DJ these days, is he? So that's <laughs> That's The Rock not really going out gracefully, it would seem. Kind of gracefully, but not not super awesome. <laughs> and now we have... All right, so John Cena confirms he's still Peacemaker. This one's not really... We're not going to read this whole bit, but John Cena confirms he's still peace, Peacemaker, which happened two days after the news Henry Cavill exiting the uh, Superman role last week. Just today, also saw Dwayne Johnson announce blah, blah, blah. Uh, regarding John Cena still playing Peacemaker, Cena appeared last Friday on WWE SmackDown and announced his return to the ring on December 30th, where he name-dropped Peacemaker in his promo. 
Worth a mention is that these promos are basically scripted, so it's safe to say that John Cena mentioned Peacemaker on purpose, maybe even because of all the talk about James Gunn reboot, blah, blah, blah. Speculation, don't care. So, yeah, that's that. And then the other side of this is Zachary Levi. And we, like I said, we're going to talk about Shazam now. Uh, so Zachary Levi responds to the rumors he has done in Shazam, which follows the earlier news that Dwayne Johnson won't be playing Black Adam James Gunn's new DCU. Along with John Cena, it appears as if Zachary Levi is going to stick around. As last week saw Cena mentioned Peacemaker and WWE promo regarding Zachary Levi. Following the news of Dwayne Johnson... Uh, fans on social media commented about Levi also being done as Shazam, which the actor seemed to shoot down. A fan remark, uh, remarked and tweeted, I'm so angry that Zachary Levi isn't going to be Shazam anymore. He was perfect casting choice, and to add more salt to the wound, he is close friends with James Gunn. Another fan chimed in with, I'm, I want this to not to be true because his Shazam is the one thing in the DCEU I would absolutely throw hands for to protect Zachary Levi is perfection. Zachary Levi caught wind of this and replied, oh, I really wouldn't go believing everything you see on the internet. I'm Gucci, Ash. We all Gucci. Apparently, he is still trying to awkwardly live in 2010. Uh, what is James Gunn's DC's? Uh, yeah, we don't care about that because we already know it. We've covered it a number of times at this point. Um, Dwayne Johnson comments on... Uh, This is repeating yourself. That doesn't make any sense. So yeah, so that's where the that's where the DC Studios drama is at this point. We have quite a lot going on there. Um, so Invincible season premiere for season two. If you haven't watched season one, you really, really should because it's fan freaking tastic. Um, uh, come on, give me a freaking date. Give me a date. Give me a date. Uh, 2023 is going to be a good year. Season two will be released in 2023. Confirmed. Yes. No date, just 2023. So I guess we're still finishing up in post, which means not a whole lot extra going on there. There we go. Donald Glover. Let's talk some Marvel stuff, shall we? <clears throat> and then we're going to talk Spider-Man foe as well. So Donald Glover starring in Spider-Man spinoff, Hypno Hustler. Donald Glover won't be playing Spider-Man, but he is starring in a spinoff for the Hypno Hustler, which is a super obscure character as as far as my Marvel knowledge goes anyway. The actor who has always been a fan favorite to play a version of Spider-Man is starring in and producing a movie about the Spidey villain at Sony. The flick is also being written by Miles Murphy, son of Eddie Murphy. Oh, cool. Very cool. Uh, according to THR, Glover sparked... Uh, to the musical aspect of the character and the fact that he has less Marvel canon baggage. Good on you, Donald Glover. Uh, freeing him of greater interpretations. The project will be could be anything from a disco period piece to a reimagined modern hip-hop version or even a cyberpunk future play. Adding to the spark was Murphy's take, though, uh, whose details are being kept below the bass clef. Saturday Night Fury. That's really interesting. Uh, who is Hypno Hustler? Let's read this because I really don't know. Comic books Hypno Hustler was created back in November of 1978, first appearing in Peter Parker and the Spectacular Spider-Man number 24 by Bill Mantlo and Frank Springer. Uh, the character's name is Antoine Desloin. 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 
and he is the lead singer of the Mercy Killers. At a club, they are performing. They attempt to rob the audience using their hypnotic music musical equipment, but Peter Parker happens to be in the audience and changes into Spider-Man. Peter realizes that Hypno-Hustler uses headphones to protect himself from his own hypnosis, so Spidey removes them and ends up capturing the band and turning them over to the police. Fans wanted Donald Glover to play Spidey in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, but Andrew Garfield was cast in the role. Glover did did make an appearance in Spider-Man Homecoming, teased in a deleted scene as the uncle to Miles Morales, and was voiced Miles uh, and has voiced Miles Morales in Ultimate Spider-Man animated series. Sony has additional Spider-Man spin-offs in the work: uh, Craven, Madam Web, Venom Three, Spider-Woman, and El Muerto. So cool! I like that. I like that one a lot, actually. Tom Cruise teases Mission Impossible with epic skydive. Rumors for Fantastic Four. I'm going to leave that one alone. Killian Murphy in the Oppenheimer trailer. Witcher Blood Origin getting hammered on Rotten Tomatoes. Surprise, surprise, when it didn't test all that well. Harrison Ford. Let's talk Harrison Ford in The Red Hulk. 80-year-old actor seems to have indicated his general Ross is suiting up as the big red guy in the MCU. Yeah. I love that they they're just using uh, AI generated art for this article. That's funny. All right, so Harrison Ford. What does Harrison Ford have to say about playing General Ross and the Red Hulk? Those rumors you might be here. Uh, those rumors might just be right. Sorry, I don't know where those other words came from. Those rumors just might be right, as Harrison Ford subtly seems to have teased he might suit up as the Red Hulk in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ford has been cast as General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, replacing the late William Hurt in Captain America New World Order and the Thunderbolts movie, and it, and possibly in the Disney Plus Secret Invasion series. Rumors have offered that Ross in the flicks will become not only the Red Hulk, but even the President of the United States. So while interviewing the actor about 1923, which the first episode of 1923 is a little slow, but still pretty good. Uh, the playlist asks how he decided to take on the Marvel role. Hey, look, I've done a lot of things. Uh, I now want to do some of the things I haven't done, Ford said. The site mentions that one of those things he hasn't done is motion capture and questions Ford if he's going to be putting on a gray motion capture suit. The article says that Ford, quote, simply smiled and replied with a zipped lips sign, which, as noted, sounds like a confirmation. Yes, yes, it does. We already covered the Red, Red Hulk rumors, and the rest of that is already stuff we already know. So that's really cool. That's really cool. We are going to see a proper Harrison Ford Red Hulk. That's awesome. Spider-Man form definitely happening cons uh, confirms Sony. So rumor confirmation. Spider-Man 4 is definitely happening as confirmed by Tom Rothman, chairman and CEO of Sony Pictures Entertainment Motion Pictures Group. It's also probably safe to say the flick is happening with Tom Holland. THR caught up with Rothman and asked when the fourth movie will hit theaters, who confirmed while it's definitely happening, the when is currently up in the air. Quote, you bet, Rothman said. When you expect it, when you can expect it, I don't know. Serve no wine before, this before it's time. Three MCU movies have been released over every two years, so as it's looking like Spider-Man 4 won't be delivered next year, it will be the first time since 2017 that there won't be a live-action Spidey movie, but the fans have animated Across the Spider-Verse flick hits theaters to look forward to in June. 
Uh, will Tom Holland be back? All right. So this is rumor territory because we don't know for sure that the contracts have been signed and such. Regarding Tom Holland, the good news is that last month saw reported that the actor has signed a new Spider-Man contract, though that is rumor that is not confirmed. Uh, said to be for six appearances that include three more Spider-Man movies and appearing in three more times as Spidey in the MCU, possibly even in the Disney Plus Daredevil Born Again series along with Charlie Cox. It's guessed two of these appearances will be Avengers King Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. So that makes a whole lot of sense. You get Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars, and Born Again. That seems really limiting, but... I don't know. I just really like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Uh, Tom Hardy may have also teased the wall crawler for Venom 3. So maybe not. Maybe if not an appearance in Daredevil, the Tom Holland version will finally make his way into Sony's Spider-Man spinoff universe. When will it be released? Don't know yet. All right. We have exhausted this source. Let's check. I didn't need these other windows open like I thought. Oh, 260 million, apparently. The, the Black Adam movie ballooned up to 260 after reshoots. So that's... Maybe they won't be making any money on it. Epic Games fined $520 million by the FTC for violating child privacy laws and using dark patterns for deceptive purchases in Fortnite. Oh, Lord. Uh, Guerrilla Games hiring for new online Horizon game. Multiple jobs listings suggest it will feature co-op gameplay. Oh, that's kind of huge. Let's talk about that, shall we? After disaster, Terminator Dark Fate, James Cameron claims franchise relaunch in discussion. Shares direction he would take it. Let's let's go to Horizon first. Let's talk some video games, guys. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Developer Guerrilla Games has announced they are hiring for a brand new online Horizon game. And job, job listings suggest this new title may feature cooperative gameplay. Guerrilla Games took to Twitter to announce that the studio was seeking to expand its workforce. Join Gorilla in Amsterdam as we work with to expand the world of Horizon. It's an exciting time to join us. We have many open roles across multiple departments, so check them out on our careers page and apply today. As noted in the tweet's attachment Im image and the careers page, 44 job listings include roles across animation, programming, art, and design. What is of note, however, is the text on the Twitter image... We are continuing to create epic solo adventures for, for Aloy, but there is more. A new internal team is developing a separate online project set in Horizons Universe Guerrilla Games Reveals, featuring a new cast of characters and a unique stylized look. Friends will be able to explore the majestic wilds of Horizon together. So that's not suggesting that it's going to be co-op. That's pretty much telling us that it's going to be co-op. Uh, some jobs are marked as being part of the Horizon single-player team, online project team, or external project team. Interesting. And then they show us the picture. Wow, yeah. That's really cool. Online project seeks not only combat, world system, and player engagement designers, but writers and quest designers. This may uh, suggest a co-op experience, rather. 
I, uh, rather than a purely competitive game devoid of progressive story. Uh, yeah, that's true. Fair enough. All right, so then that's that, and then we're going to talk some reboot uh, speculation. Avatar, The Way of Water director James Cameron continued to make the press rounds to promote the film and revealed that there are discussions to relaunch the Terminator franchise after the failure of Terminator Dark Fate. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cameron appeared on the Smart List podcast where he was asked if he felt he had a responsibility to push a message in his films. He responded, yeah, well, I mean, the Avatar films are about the environment. I'm not dealing with AI. If I were to do another Terminator film and maybe try to launch that franchise again, which is in discussion, but nothing has been decided, I would make it much more about the AI side of it than the robots gone crazy. Which is smart, especially considering the modern landscape and all the AI stuff. But uh, when asked to provide clarity on what he means uh, when he refers to AI, Cameron responded, I think it has more to do with understanding human consciousness so that we collectively, human technologists, can create an intelligence that function the way we do. Generally, they call it a GI, artificial general intelligence. That's not just... That it's not just by design to play chess and beat your ass at chess. It's designed to solve all kinds of problems. So it needs more of consciousness in the way that we view and react to the world, he elaborated. Cameron previously discussed Terminator in the press circuit and explained that he believed Dark Fate Dark Fate failed to continue la, 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 words. He believed Dark Fate failed to connect with audiences because they told the story of your granddad's Terminator. He first told Deadline, I think I'm actually re reasonably happy with the film. Tim and I had our battles and we've spoken about that. But the crazy thing is, we're still pals, which is weird. I liked him before the movie. I didn't like him very much during the movie, and I like him now. And I think he feels the same way. We're both these crazy sci-fi geeks, and we like a lot of the same things, and I love his show, Love, Death, and Robots. But, yeah, we butted heads, he elaborated. Um, yeah, this is going into territory that is irrelevant to the conversation we're trying to have, and that's the reboot of Terminator. If if it's in talks and he has that, I mean, really relevant and unique take on the original IP, I don't see why not, man. That's That sounds like a really potentially good movie. So, yeah. Uh, DC Studios co-CEO James Gunn addresses report claiming Robert Pattinson's Batman will be brought into shared DCU. We already know that's not happening. Ba -ba -ba -ba. I don't know that... Uh, yeah, this doesn't... There doesn't appear to be much... Doesn't appear to be much else going on here. Johnny Depp's defamation suit comes to an end as Amber Heard withdraws appeal and agrees to reduced one million defamation payment. Uh, Daredevil Born Again star Charlie Cox stands by She-Hulk cameo. It was my job to embrace the tone while staying as true to the character as I possibly could. Eh, sure. Okay. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. 
Henry Cavill's smear campaign claims actor was removed from The Witcher. Yeah, because female Netflix staff found his pushes for source material accuracy to be disrespectful and toxic because they don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, Need for Speed official Twitter account issues half-hearted apology after telling fans unhappy with early access being locked behind pre-orders to cry about it. Response to rumors regarding recasting, attempts to explain changes he's making to DCU. Yeah, this all seems... Reports suggest Warner Brothers still developing J.J. Abrams and Taneshi Coates' Black Superman movie. Not likely. No, I, I'm not going to put any weight into that. All right. Done there. It is 10 minutes until 9 o'clock, which means we're going over to some music news. Adam D. from Killswitch Engage on Pantera making new music video. Don't call it Pantera, man. Pantera drummer Charlie Benante recently floated the idea of Pantera potentially making a new music, making new music in the future. Benante kept his wording diplomatic as the topic of the new music is touchy, given the absence of the Abbott brothers. Oh, man, who knows? He said in an interview with Brave Worlds, creatively, if we're just flowing and getting going and things are starting to be really good, musically speaking, you never know what could happen. I've got tons of riffs, but we're putting the cart before the horse. I like the positivity there, but I don't know how people would react to that uh, either at this point. I think first, let's get out there and establish that we can play. I'm always open to the future. Pantera currently is currently vocalist Phil Anselmo and bassist Rex Brown, alongside Black Label Society guitarist Zach Wilde and Benante on drums. This lineup has sparked numerous conversations about whether the band is actually Pantera or simply a tribute to the band without Dimebag and Vinny. On the topic of new music, Kiss Engage uh, guitarist Adam D makes his feelings on the using the Pantera name perfectly clear. Adam D said in an interview with RRBG podcast that making new music under the Pantera name would be disrespectful to the band's legacy, adding that it should be done under a different name. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, I don't know about that. He said you can do it, just don't call it Pantera. Pantera just. Uh, put that stamp in metal music so hard and its importance is so tremendous you just make sure you do not disrespect that legacy man don't do it man don't do it as long as it's done tastefully do everything the right way Adam D. later clarified that he thinks Pantera Tribute Tour is a good idea, saying, I think as long as it's done tastefully and with respect to the two brothers, I feel like it's a good thing because it can be seen as a celebration of their music, and I think that's good. I agree with that. Um... All right, so let's talk about this because how many bands exist out there that have no more uh, original members but are still writing original music? Are, are you saying that it's disrespectful to the band members that are no longer in the band? Like, I understand that Dimebag and Vinny are no longer with us anymore and it really sucks, but when they both passed, there was no Pantera to speak of. They were not speaking with Phil. It was really, it was Phil because they made music with Rex. There's that whole rebel meets rebel record, uh, where they did the them and, um, 
David Allen Coe, and it's fantastic. And that is Pantera with David Allen Coe as the vocalist. Now, granted, they didn't call that Pantera because it had David Allen Coe, and that's kind of two different worlds colliding. But Zack Snyder was best friends with Vinny, or with Dimebag, rather. I would imagine he also, by extension, Vinny. Um, and Benante was pretty close to that circle of people as well. So I would imagine he would count himself amongst friends with, uh, at the very least, Vinny. Maybe not Dime, maybe Dime. Um, so we have... Uh, in Zach Wilde, I'm not going to say Benante is a is a close is a close second to uh, Dimebag or to uh, Vinny. Good lord, names! But uh, Zach Wilde, like he and Dime traded licks. They wrote music together. These guys were like, for all intents and purposes, musical kindred uh, brothers, if you will. So I think that. The fact that they were not around when this reunion happened, while sad, should not negate any potential for future new music. Um, as long as Rex and Vinny, or Rex and good lord, names, man, as long as uh, uh, Rex and, and I'm going to brain fart, and I'm, so I'm going to have to read it because I'm an idiot. Phil, there we go. Woo, see, idiot. So as long as Rex and Phil are okay with it, they're the guys who own that. They don't, they don't own the Abbott estate. They're not part of that by any stretch of the imagination, but they are just as much a part of the Pantera legacy as Dime and Vinny were. So if they're cool with it, like let them do what they want with their name. I, I don't think trying to, to shit on it before it happens is a good sign of faith at all that the people who, again, are equally a part of that legacy are trying to continue that legacy. That's, that's, that's kind of gross to be a hundred percent honest, but whatever. Um, uh, video highlights Buzz Osborne explains why Melvin's releases so many limited edition vinyl EP review frenzy frenzy. I thought there was some top 10 stuff. Ooh, new material from bleeding through in the studio with bleeding through. Come on, open up. Link 3 is in the studio working on follow-up to their surprise new EP rage, which is, not as great as I wanted it to be, but also not bad at all. Uh, just a, a long time fan of theirs. Saw them a, a number of times in like 30, 30 person shows. Uh, Bleeding Through recently announced a handful of 2023 dates in February to April. February dates take place throughout California. Feature of Sulfur, which is a great new band also. Uh, as the openers and the rest are just bleeding through by themselves. All in Columbus, Ohio, San Diego, California, Mesa, Arizona, and Anaheim, California. So pretty much all California stuff. Um, just riffing away, bringing through in the caption, working on some dark new songs. Super excited. That's cool. Do, 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 do. I thought there was some, oh, that might be Loudwire. I might be um, misremembering Metal Injection and Loudwire. Let's go to Loudwire, see if they have, because I wanted to go, there we go. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about. That's not what I'm exactly looking for. 
gone viral on TikTok. Primal Scream keyboard is Martin Duffy. Oh, that's un that's highly unfortunate. Fred Durst offers to have Limp Bizkit help Elon Musk with Twitter. I love it. Let's read that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Uh, from Fred Durst tweeted Elon Musk alerting him that he and his band are all available for any help that may be needed at Twitter <laughs> ever since Tesla, SpaceX and Neuralink co-founder Musk purchased Twitter for $44 billion in a hostile takeover of the social media platform news updates have con uh, come seemingly by the hour quite a lot of coverage has been concentrated on the turmoil surrounding company itself mass layoffs rocky launch and relaunch of new blue check paid subscription model increasing scrutiny from the FTC regarding privacy and security concerns the release of the quote Twitter files where documents reportedly show FBI's past engagement FBI's current engagements a lot of the stuff from the Twitter files is from uh, weeks after Elon purchased the damn company a lot of that stuff is very very recent so I don't know Loudwire you might you might have just lost a couple of cool points by saying by wording it that way but uh, urging content moderation on a whim and reactionary account bans and suspensions guidelines are continuously in flux. Various polls regarding the future staff and policy decisions making Musk's own, uh, including Musk's own role at the company CEO. Uh, what the indication Twitter may indeed need help that Durst alleges on late morning on December 20th, Durst tweeted at Musk stating, good morning, sir. Myself and at Limbiscuit are available for any help you may want or need at Twitter. Happy holidays. <laughs> now, all right. So uh, that that's funny on the surface of it, because if you only know Fred Durst, the character, then that's hilarious, which is why I can't stop myself from laughing. But I mean, there is a legitimate point to be made about the fact that Fred is not the character he plays in the public eye. Fred is definitely a very smart businessman. Fred, I mean, he was the uh, CEO at uh, Interscope Records. Was it CEO? No, it wasn't CEO. He was head of A&R, I think, at Interscope Records just because he was an artist and got himself to the right spot and then he was intelligent enough to recognize he was in the spot and then capitalize so like dude's done very well for himself in spite of the caricature that he plays on stage so like i would be very intrigued to see what he could help elon with because he's he is he knows how to play his audience like he knows what the audience is looking for and how to capitalize on that and maximize that because that most recent Limp Bizkit record while I do think it is great and it's better than uh, a fair amount of more recent Limp Bizkit offerings it's definitely not the best Limp Bizkit record ever but uh, the metal community at large kind of forgot about all other Limp Biscuit stuff except for maybe the first two records when that record came out because of the way Fred marketed and the way that the intelligent things that those guys can do as a band. Uh, most I'm, I'm giving a lot of cre credit to Fred here because like again he got himself into some really high ranking positions just because of his charisma and intelligence. So yeah, to to discredit this, aside from the obvious joke that it is, I think uh, is warranted. But I mean, it might not be uh, uh, fully. Uh, 
might not be fully intelligent to do, I guess. <laughs> um, okay, so... Continuing on the article, as has been the case throughout his career, Durst again thrives in the realm of uncertainty as many Twitter users express their inability to determine whether the Limp Bizkit icon has earnest intentions or is just trolling the fourth richest person in the world as he continues to... Huh? Oh, senior VP. Oh, so he got he got past ANR because I know he was ANR, but I was just cr- uh, corrected by my girlfriend that he he got up to senior vice president of Interscope Records. So again, really high ranking places because of his charisma and intelligence. Um, and signed a lot of bands that are still making a whole bunch of money. So like he knows what he's doing. Anyway, continuing on. Durst engaged with a handful of Musk and Musk-related tweets over the past few months, as seen below. In one meme where Musk mocks the reaction to his paid blue check feature, which also which allows any user to obtain the mark uh, that once indicated verification of notable account of public interest, ranging from news media to celebrities and professionals and more. Musk suggested that the verified mark never, uh, never truly meant anything before he took over the company, as many decried the lack of perceived value under the paid model. Durst simply replied with a cry-laughing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright Twitter reacts to Durst's tweet offering Moscow I don't know if this joke is serious anymore I, I really just stopped caring yeah I think members of rap metal band Limp Bizkit should compromise uh, comprise the board of twitter.com <laughs> the choice uh, choice for next CEO of Twitter is Fred Durst uh, that's where that link goes uh, lighting f- 44 billion on fire the way Fred Durst blew up Woodstock. Oh, that sucks. E- evil Fred Durst be like, fix stuff. <laughs> That's great. Uh, keep trolling, trolling, trolling. It's <laughs> good stuff. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Even Wes Scantlin knows his viral uh, Nirvana cover was bad. I certainly hope so. Top albums of 1990. I think that might be have to, that might have to be where we end this big this this guy right here. Five guitar techniques you need to know to play back in black. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers Flea becomes first welcomes first baby with wife Melodia Asani. Special Bach misses most about late eighties music industry. Nothing. Price of rock and metal concert tickets. Oof. That is definitely one that we should probably get into in a proper. Uh, video specials singer Terry Hall dead at 63 I like I really like ska I don't remember much about the specials that's sad English musician Terry Hall who fronted ska new wave group the specials has died at 63 his bandmates confirmed via social media yesterday December 19th specifically the specials official Twitter account posted the following statement with great sadness that we announced the passing following a brief illness of Terry our beautiful friend brother and one of the most brilliant singers songwriters and lyricists this country has ever produced Terry was a wonderful husband and father and one of the kindest funniest most genuine souls his music and his performances encapsulated the very essence of life the joy and pain humor the fight for justice but mostly the love he will be deeply missed by all who knew him and loved him leaves behind the gift of his remarkable music and profound humanity terry often left the stage at the end of the specials life affirming shows with three words love 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 we would ask that everyone be respectful of the family's privacy at this very sad time yes that's crazy 
That's so very sad. Study reveals top three metal bands people listen to while exercising. <laughs> 16 songs Metallica has never played live. Oh, come on. There's got, I thought there was a top something that we could go over quick, but that's one that's going to get a whole video by itself. Machine Gun Kelly plays Sports Illustrated Super Bowl Party. <laughs> No effects. Fat Mike shaves part of head for social media challenge. Oh boy, that's news. Sharon Osborne's out of the hospital. Watch Metallica play Lux Eternal. All within my hands. Show bands who have admitted to using backing tracks. Let's not get into that one, shall we? Ten-year-old. Rages singing Slipknot's The Heretic Anthem. That's an old video. Are you really just now doing that? Arlen Biscuit working on a new album. Yes, this is confirmed. Um, uh, Wes said something about working on new, new material in social media not that long ago. Yeah, right there. <laughs> right there. So, it's Limp Bizkit. We're going to follow up 2021's comeback from the Notorious Rap Rock crew. Still sucks. Already in the works. That question... That's a question Mental Injection asked this week in light of recent online exchange between the band and Fred Durst West West Borland. West Borland showed on Instagram December 14th. He's currently recording something at the storied Rancho de la Luna in Joshua Tree, California. Studio best known rock fans connection to Queens of the Stone Age, Hell Yeah, and other re related acts. In response to the guitar guitarist's studio photo, thereby stoking the fire of new album speculation, Limp Bizkit vocalist Fred Durst commented on the post with some supportive emojis. Fire and lightning. Okay. Uh, the singer frequently leaves emojis such as lightning bolts and flames on other Instagram posts, but could this comment, uh, his comment on Borland's point to new Limp Bizkit material emerging from Lancho de la Luna. I certainly hope so because a uh, 30-minute EP from them is not enough. However, there's reason to believe Borland is working... Uh, oh, wait, we skipped a spot. May or may not be the case uh, since Borland often records other material outside of his role in Limp Bizkit, namely with his bands such as Black Light Burns and Big Dumbface. We have legitimately not received a Black Light Burns record in a long time. Uh, Big Dumb Face either, but D Big Dumb Face, there's only two albums over the, what was it, like 15 years or so, 12 years that he was out of Limp Bizkit and that he did Black Light Burns primarily and did two Big Dumb Face records, uh, the second of which was released after he rejoined up with the band. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> In an interview earlier this year, the guitarist showed hopefulness for another Limp Bizkit album, uh, outlining a rough timeline that would align with the Rancho sessions. Quote, now that Still Sucks has kind of cleared up, cleared our pipes, I feel the camaraderie and creativity within the group is at an all-time high. Ooh, I love that enthusiasm, Wes. Wes said in April, I wouldn't be surprised if a new album is in the works shortly after our 2022 tour concludes. Anything is possible. They did just finish that not that long ago. It was, I don't know, I guess it's been a couple months, but still. 
After all, fresh tunes seem to be seem to keep West Borland interested when it comes to Limp Bizkit performances. That's true. So thrilled to be able to finally add new material to our set because their set is all the radio songs and not the like great deep cuts that they have on literally every record. Maybe not Gold Cobra or Results May Vary, but either way, there are definitely some killer, killer songs that they don't really play live because they were never on the radio and it is some of their best material when it comes but they're a legacy band at this point so you kind of have to play the hits right uh we already switch our set around every night and make changes and additions to it while we're in the middle of shows but to actually add new material has been a treat for me personally the older songs so hardwired in my brain that it's nice to kind of wake up the mental muscles that are in charge of handling new data i love that i love that i love that i love that all right so that, I think, children, is where we are going to be ending this. Thank you very much, nerds, for joining me again in another off-season live stream. We will be back ooh, sometime. I don't know if we're going to be back before the end of the year. Ooh, the video's frozen. Oh, crap. Or my camera's frozen. That's not cool. I got to get a better camera. Either way, we will be back. And all that stuff. Um, thank you very much, nerds. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Uh, yeah, signing off, doing the stuff. Let's uh, change to this one. Yeah, frozen camera. What a jerk. <laughs> I appreciate you, nerds, for yeah, it's coming around, uh, lurking in the chat room, and also listening in post. I appreciate you all. We will see you next time. If that's next week, that's possible. It will be a very short show comparatively. Um, if it is two weeks out, then we will return to this format again. But either way, I appreciate all of your faces. Thank you very much for coming by, and we will see you next time. Before we go, always, always remember that if it's generally nerdy, it's probably here.